The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. you got to be on acid to understand what's going on on this show. It's the morning after. KPN-TFM HD2. Collinsville, St. Louis. Yeah, I guess it is the sickest Queen Wednesday ever. If you're watching on YouTube, number one, you see uh, how hot Doug and I are. But I guess nothing's new there. Right. Cloud Hawk, you can tell, is well hung underneath that hoodie. I like that classic TMA hoodie, too. I think that was a Gangster Pete creation. I have three of these. I don't know right? how. Yeah. I have one. I'm busting them out. And then I I've got the HD2 of... Country uh, T-shirt on, and that's also available at a hoodie. Just debuting today, TMASTLshop.com. And look, uh, Ken Strode's been replaced by... Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Mahatma Buffett, we've decided. Mahatma Buffett. Mahatma Hold, Mahatma your Hold your applause. Hold your applause. Oh, there Buffett. it is. Hold your applause. Still came, still came in the room. Uh, what's the good word? Tell me the good word. I need the good word. Not the bad one, the good one. We're here to talk hockey. It's a good time of year. Mm-hmm. Hockey's back. Yeah. Makes for good entertainment. You hear the way Jackson's talking and like he's like Don Cherry's on the show now. He's making it up as he goes. He's texting me for advice. Oh. He was talking about two pad stacks and things like that today. I outsource my knowledge to Mark. Yeah. All right. He's a wise man. So did you stay up late and watch the Blues last night? Well, that one wasn't that late. Two periods were wonderful. Then yeah. it was nighty night for this guy. Yeah. Well, you didn't miss much. Second period, uh, Craig Bruby wasn't happy about that. Is Jeremy Rutherford on? Oh, he's yeah. chilling, yeah. He's chilling? Yeah. Morning, JR. Hey, morning, guys. He, uh, he's walking. Oh, he's walking in. He must have some queries. No, I'm just getting my cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Are you going to go outside and start smoking? Jerry, no, grabbing his Salem's. Yep, grabbing the Salem's. There it is. JR, uh, Iggy is clear now. Uh, Ken Strode is. I'm aiming for Iggy Strode Nirvana. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different kind of Nirvana than Doug's. It's, I don't know what it is. It's unique. It is unique. It's like you're on a hovercraft while everyone's in like bumper-to-bumper traffic. <laughs> that I is ca- true. I came walking around. in, he looked at me, and he said, Oh, you're in for this segment? And you should have seen the light in his eyes. <laughs> he was thrilled. He was yeah. thrilled. He was thrilled because he can just wander around the building and talk it over with the HD1 shows. Uh, JR is, is brought to you by Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies, who is in studios. Uh, the studios are the Michelob Ultra. It's called the No-Kill Moron Shelter. Yeah. That's what it is now. Uh, this is nice. We and got we, that going. And we welcome you to text into the EDF Group text inbox, uh, engineer design facility sponsor, the text inbox. And if you have a fire extinguisher at your place of work, which you do, you can go to edfgroup.com and support the sponsors and get that checked out. EDF Group, sponsor the text inbox, 314-881-TMA5. JR, this one unfortunately reminded me more of the game against the Coyotes last Thursday than the Penguins um, on Saturday the Blues just aren't able to keep up uh, offensive pressure, and the second period is when it got away from them. Your assessment of last night against the Jets. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Tim, and I'm just hoping that this deal with Mark that we have every week, and glad to have you in studio. How you doing, Mark? Good to hear from you, buddy. Doing well. Yeah, 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 doing well. I just hope it doesn't hinge on shots on goal, like if the Blues don't get to 20 shots on goal. 
this no. season uh, ever, then uh, Mark cancels yeah, the you, deal. Yeah, you, you pull the sponsorship. Is it a 20-goal sponsorship? Is that in your contract? <laughs> no, we just do exactly like we did last year. We give up on hockey, and we just talk nonsense. <laughs> That's <about> right. <laughs> yeah. I can go with that. Yeah, you said you went nighty-night last night after the second period, and I think uh, another another hockey team did too. So it's just uh, it's tough to watch. It really is, Tim, because we can talk about the new defensive system. We can talk about how they played in the Penguins game, but big picture – and I realize it's still a little bit of a small sample size, but you're starting to get a little bit bigger here is there is just not enough offensively. There's not mm-hmm. enough going to the net. There's not guys willing to sacrifice. So I'll be looking forward to these two-part questions today. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're coming in, Doug. 314-881-TMA5. Yeah, I was watching the, the tail end of the game, and uh, I guess uh, Jackson's competition, Jamie Rivers, gave uh, the star of the game to – Connor Hellebuck, and I saw he had 18 saves, and I thought, oh, boy, 18 <laughs> saves, and you're the star of the game. You know, it didn't seem like he was necessarily tested, but uh, that is what the Blues have. And I guess, unfortunately, the game against the Penguins is most likely going to be more of a one-off than what, at least at the moment, looks like is going to be this team's uh, style this year. They just don't have the depth uh, at forward. With Is it a system thing or is it a talent thing? I think it's a willingness thing right now. And and I don't disagree with you about the one-off, but I think they're capable of playing like that and having nights like that. But I just think that they're going to have to convert their chances like they did that night, and they're just not doing that. I mean, you talk about, you know, willingness. Robert Thomas said last night after the game, you know, we've got we've to have more battle in our game. And covering the Blues for 20 years, I mean, that's code for, you know, guys just not trying hard enough and getting to the net and making the effort. I mean, how many times have you watched the Blues game this year they've only played five, but where anybody is going to the net for a second or third chance, there aren't even any second and third chances to be had right. because they're not, they're just not creating anything, Tim. Yeah. One and done, Doug. Yeah. One of the things that's a little bit alarming too is they're not necessarily a young team. I mean, they got a lot of guys right in the middle of their career. It's not like they've got four or five guys that are just getting their, just wetting their beak in the I NHL like and they're going to be a whole lot better two years from now. Oh. Yeah, no, and you know, Doug, I don't think you know everybody's looking at uh, two years from now, three years from now, in terms of what this team could look like. I think it's going to look a lot different with some of these young prospects coming up. But I think in the here and now, Doug Armstrong has said that he wants this team to be competitive during the retool, and you'd think that they add some bodies, some guys who play Craig Bruby style, that you would see that. It just almost looks like they're out there too nonchalant and that's uh you know that's very surprising after what happened last year i think a lot of times these lack of results from effort can be pointed at leadership and and it seems like there are a lot of guys that are second line third line guys is there the potential for any of these guys to elevate to become a number one do they have that on in the current lineup yeah, I just don't think so, Mark. I think that the lineup is what it is right now. You know, you give Doug Armstrong credit for bringing in guys like Kapanen and Verana and, and Hayes, but you look last night, I don't think I saw Verana playing in the third period. Yeah, I know he had that penalty kind of incidental. Uh, Kapanen's been okay at times. Hayes has kind of been invisible, to be honest, and, and I just don't think that they have that depth, as Tim was saying, to bump guys up. It's going to have to be your Kairos and Thomases and, and Shins that produce. Shin gets an assist last night. That's his first point. Uh, as far as the leadership, you know, a lot's been made about that over the years. I think they got the right guy in Braden Shin. I think 
when stuff hits the fan, he's going to be there to try to hold guys accountable. But, you know, he can't help guys put the puck in the net on a nightly basis uh, by himself. So he can lead, but this team, you know, we're going to find out fairly soon, uh, you know, does it have enough talent to even compete for a playoff spot? 314-881-TMA5. That is how you can text into the show. EDF Group text inbox. Jeremy Rutherford brought to you here by Mark Hanna, who is in studio with us on TMA. Uh, Mark, I don't know if you're taking questions, but this one is directed toward you first, and then there's one for JR. Are you taking? Doug doesn't take questions. Not really. Is is there a reference to a Sibian? Oh! Clip that off. <laughs> what kind of product does Mark use in that frock of hair? Nice salad, bro. It is nice. I'm is jealous as the day is long. Look at that, Doug. It's all natural. God, look you go to St. Louis Hair Restoration to get that lid? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm natural. actually the after model. Oh, really? God. Yeah. He's yeah. dunking on us in he here. He really is. Uh, and then, JR, what's the snack of choice at Enterprise Center? That's from Mr. 63011, and he has a uh, very fast golf cart. Mark gets a hair question. I get a press box food question. Great. <laughs> Great. Uh, the snack of choice. Uh, they've actually upped the uh, the ante this year. Uh, we are, uh, what are we paying, 14 15 bucks, and there's some pretty good stuff. But my go-to snack of choice is the peanut butter M&M's. That's what oh, it costs now? Wow. It costs 15 bucks to get a media meal? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, hey, listen, if I say this, people are going to throw it back at me. But, yeah. yeah, it jumped up to about 15 bucks, And, you know, it's fairly common around the league, 13 14 15 bucks, So uh, not not too bad, especially when you're like me and you eat a couple uh, buckets full yeah. of peanut and M&Ms. Well, it was only like 7 or 8 bucks, like three or four years ago, wasn't it? Inflation? Uh, like, ra- like last year. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Like Oh, boy. Uh, we are honored. Uh, you know, 274 people are in the YouTube uh, chat room right now watching the show, talking it over, including a uh, former NHL goaltender, Doug. So that's awesome. Daddy Padre is in there. Oh, is he? Yeah. And okay. uh, he says Scandella and Tucker will be sitting after that one. The, quote, new defensive system, end quote, is the most overblown topic on this team. Uh, Daddy Padre, could you make 18 saves against the Blues? He says he most likely could. I don't know that he could. <laughs> if I they shoot him. from the perimeter like they have been, then yes, I could. Uh, Bruce Boudreaux, bring him in. Uh, these are all of the thoughts from a former NHL goaltender, so that's kind of an honor for our show to have that going on. Uh, JR, yeah, you want to touch on anything there? Yeah, you got to tell Padre you got to make the saves on the ice, not on Xbox. Oh, oh Bill. Oh, no, Bill. Bill, Bill, was Bill. A, he was a practice goalie for a while. E-bug. You're not impressed by that at all. I covered him that night. He looked pretty good in the warm-ups. How about that? Yeah, so, take that, Doug. like a make-a-wish thing to me. <laughs> take that, Doug. And he also says Mark Hanna is the GOAT, so that just came mm, from Daddy yeah. Padres. It's kind of a nice endorsement. I'll leave that up for debate. Uh, right there. JR, why can't this team break out of their end cleanly? Why did they do... Why do they make so many low percentage passes? How can they fix that? Also, Doug, give us some hockeyisms. That's from oh. Pillow Stacker Mike. No. Going to bring that back? Oh, gosh. <laughs> After listening to the show for the last hour, I don't know, break out of the end cleanly if uh, what we're talking about here anymore. Are we still hockey or? Anal. Yeah. No, it's hockey. Hockey. Right. Yeah, they're. Yeah, go ahead. They are, they, are, they are just having themselves some trouble doing that. I mean, look at that play last night. If you guys heard the post game with Craig Ruby, he was really upset about that uh, four on four goal. Boy, was he ever. Uh, yeah. Yeah, put him up uh, 3-1 and go back and, and rewind it. Nick Letty, a veteran. I mean, we talk about these top four 
uh, Pareko, who's had a great season, Letty, Krug, and Falk, and it's Letty right there on the wall. He got a chance to get it out of the zone, and he didn't. It's in the back of the net, so that was kind of microcosm of some of the things we've seen. JR2 Parter, uh, would you say the boys are skating free and easy, and also what's your credit score? That's from Herb's Hog. What is your credit score? The listeners <laughs> showing off their credit scores this mm-hmm. morning. They are they are not skating free and easy in the offensive zone for sure. It needs to be a lot more freer and easier. And my credit score last time I checked uh, seven thirty. Mm. Oh, nice! Wow. Is that good, Hansy? That's a humble brag right there. Was well, that it, what it was? Is that pretty good? It's on the better side of things. Yeah, we yeah. got three estates. I think he, he has does. one in the Hamptons. Yeah, you're in the Hamptons, man. Wow, the Hamptons. Look, listen to you guys. I sat through about 15 uh, commercials and, and grew a playoff beard while I was waiting to come on. Mm. I think Tim's got a couple places in the Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Long Island guy. Yeah. Always been known as such. Hey, Jr. Cucky the Dwarf here. What are the odds we see some of the young guys like Bulldog? Dean, Snuggerud, or hell, even Prunovich in the lineup because Hayes is playing like he listens to this show, fat and slow. Oh. Look, that's from Cucky the Dwarf uh, attacking the listeners. Gosh. Oh, Cucky, Cucky. Let's, uh, with, uh, <laughs> I, I don't think uh, maybe Prunovich in this next game Thursday, but I don't think we're going to see the other guys. I mean, this is a similar situation to last year when things don't go well. You can't just you know, turn it over to these young guys and expect them to steer you out. You know, I think that uh, Craig Bruby, Doug Armstrong, they're going to stick to the lineup they've got, which we said earlier, you know, may or may not be good enough at this point. You know, you've seen uh, a couple things you like, but uh, not enough that you do like. And, and so I think they're just going to have to continue to, to lean on these guys. And wow, Kevin Hayes, they're giving it to him already. <laughs> Kevin Hayes is taking Snuggerud's still in college even, isn't he? Some of them. Yeah, so, yeah, Snuggery can't come till uh, the end of the year, and that's if he decides he's going to turn pro. But the other guys that they mentioned, Bull Duke, uh, Zach Dean, those are guys that could be called up in a moment's notice. But Perinovich is a guy that's on the roster here ready to play, you know, champion at the bit, so he just wants to, to get out there. I could see that happening in one of these next two games. Let's bring Jackson into the discussion. What do you think of those Jets uniforms last night? Oh, nice question. The Jets logo is outstanding. Uh, they look like the New York Rangers. The Rangers have great uniforms. Um, even though I don't necessarily see... They use like a darker blue with Winnipeg. Uh, Doug, is that a darker shade of blue than the than is. the blue shirts in Madison Square Garden? Maybe slightly. I, I, I like the Jets. I like, per the, game. I like the Jets sweater. It's right. solid. They have great logo. Logo is a key, man. And a lot of hockey teams really messed that up. I know this uh, this show is is usually focused, but I'm gonna just briefly pivot. Yeah. Uh, I hate to get behind the scenes the dirty talk that was going on in my bedroom last night, but I said to my wife. I don't really like those Diamondbacks uniforms. You agree, Jackson? Uh, are you in agreement with me and my wife and joining us in our bedroom? Hmm. So they've gotten better. They used to have like this like gradient pattern on the back. You notice the gradient pattern on no, the back of Arizona? No, it was Arizona's... like some like heathered. It was nonsense. Um, so they've gotten better, but they're still just not great. They're not great. What's a the... gradient pattern? <laughs> a gradient was the wrong word. It's more like a heathered kind of transparent. What's kind a heathered of... pattern? <laughs> heathered transparent. It was like this like. Hectangular. How about you stop using Ladue language and talk to us people from the from the streets? Uh, it's 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 not great. The logo's no good. The teal and purple wasn't much better because they used to do like the sleeveless jersey thing. That's weak. Um, so I'm not for them or against them. They're just unremarkable, similar to the Rangers. Man, I gotta put this in the Google Translator to know what he just said. There. <laughs> Me too. I'm so unhappy with him. Uh, Jr., you got one here that has nothing to do with heathered and gradient patterns. Uh, hey, Ruthsy, is it true Erica and Drew Swings live in your neighborhood? That's from the six three six. 
<laughs> let's just say uh, in Jefferson County. I don't know about my neighborhood, um, but uh, yeah, in the in the Jeffco. Yeah, they're friends of the show now. Are they really? And I saw that uh, friend of the show, Brianna Coppage, was on a uh, talk show in New York City. Doug, is it the Tamron Hall well, show? I don't have any idea. I mean, we're yes. launching stars out of this No Kill Moron shelter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Making porn yeah, stars no. a lot of money. <laughs> I, I listened to the show, and uh, I guess the only thing I could say is ever since I heard the story about her wandering around uh, Home Depot, I'm currently walking up and down the aisles of Home <laughs> oh, Depot. Oh, for heaven's sake. <laughs> for you. Yep. Yep. You're a Puck doesn't drop in Vancouver for a couple nights. He's got time. <laughs> Are you uh, in the lifestyle? Is that what you're saying? No, like God said to me, here's what he did. He said, uh, I'm going to no. give you a good job. You're going to have a lot of fun in your career. You're going to go out of town, stay in hotels, go to bars, see a lot of people. But what I'm also going to do is make you fat and bald and have no chance. Oh. <laughs> That's what he said. Well, that was the conversation. <laughs> Jackson's coffee clatch slash women's book club is rubbing <laughs> off on his lingo. That's from Minute Bowl eligible. Yeah, Jackson, you gave like an Oprah book recommendation to the balloon party audience, yes, and they did not take kindly to it. Dude, I was I was up way too late last night because I couldn't put this book down. It's put that off. <laughs> what was the book? Uh, it's kind of like this mystery thriller. Four women in a, a state in New York, like a writing contest with a famous he's author. Reading, oh, he's reading sakes. Nancy Drew, and then uh, he recommends it to the balloon party people. It's like a big onion. I'm just peeling back layers, baby. It's great stuff. You could do a podcast right up there with, what, Toilet Talk. It'll be Jackson's <laughs> Books Reviews. I'm telling you, like, Target will sell you these these mysteries by these British women, like these mid-40s British women for 10 bucks. It's great. Nice. There you go, Doug. Josh, you are lonely, aren't you? <laughs> what? Man can't read. Well, that's that's the the workings of a lonely man. I disagree. Wasn't he reading a book when he was in bed with Lisa? Yeah. Oh yeah. Another one of these Target mysteries. Yeah, yes. that's another balloon party topic. Unfortunately. Yep. 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 What's yep. happened to him? Well, now he's lost weight and his hair's growing back, and he's the uh, he's the cock of the walk in Colombia. Rick, when he's in Colombia, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I, don't, I just like to read. I don't know why that makes me lonely. Oh, my right? God. Marsha's Burner has come over from 101 ESPN to find us on HD2. Marsha's Burner is a 101 ESPN texter. No, is that right? Tim, I would like to get into reading, but I'm not really interested in Jackson's smut books. Do you guys have any suggestions? That's from Marsha's Burner. Mm. Wow. Oh, by the way, there's some serious Sapphos in this book. Oh. Hello. Does that make it cool now? I I I'm a little interested in seeing what's doing. I'm a little interested in seeing what's doing. Yeah, I'm could you send school. pictures of the words? It's not a picture book. <laughs> it's a coloring, a coloring book? No. <laughs> they do make adult coloring books now for you. I, I, I have yeah. terrible handwriting, so no good. The lipstick glass. The lipstick glass just texted in. Okay. Best recommendation for Jackson, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'll await your review. Ooh, all right. I'll throw mm. that on my list. Mm. Recommend that on Balloon Party here in a half hour and see what's doing. Yeah. Uh, hey, JR, and hi, Hansy. First, thoughts on Vincent Riendo's, ch- Riendo's chances at the Vesna. Doug, remember Vincent Riendo? Sure. And second, worst urinal splashback media room in Dallas or Trader Joe's in De Pere. I came out of Trader Joe's with yellow shin pads last week. Oh. Doug, that's stepdad Gary. Yellow shin pads. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't want to try that Trader Joe's if it's any worse than the Dallas press box. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yep. American Airlines Arena, Doug, famous for its splashback. Yeah. Where does the Enterprise Center press box rank with some of the other press boxes in the league? Similar? Oh, better? Press, are we talking about splashback? or other? No, just everything in general. 
and the food. Oh, it's great. Oh, I like the Enterprise. They do a great job with the, uh, the press box. Yeah. yeah, it ranks up there pretty good. Doesn't Wasn't what Vincent Riendo knocked into next week by Bob Probert back in the day? Uh, I think he was knocked into next week a couple times, but uh, Proby, yeah, no, definitely, uh, Mark, if you remember that, that's uh, that's something I don't recall. It's about 1990. He Is that right? Punched him in the head, and nobody did a single darn thing. Oh, no oh, way. Really? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, what's the worst press box in the league? I'm trying to think of, like, what would be a crappy building? They used to have one in, in Detroit where if you stood oh, straight yeah. up, you'd hit your head on yeah, the ceiling. Joe Louis Arena, but yeah. th- that's no longer yeah, with us. Joe Lewis. Yeah, no longer with us. That was the worst one, though. That's because they, they took the media, uh, I think it was early 1980s, and said, hey, what do you, come see our new rink. We want to show it to you. And, and then they pointed up uh, to where the press were going to see it, and they said, there's no press box. And they said, oh, shoot, we forgot to put one of those in there. So oh, I think they tore out about two rows of seats, and I had to walk down that thing sideways just to uh, to get to my seat. Huh. Mm. Yeah. Well, we all go through our, our trials and tribulations. <laughs> That, that's the big one. Those press boxes we don't really like. That was the equivalent of what we all have stories. Mm-hmm. JR, we always appreciate it. Uh, of course, Jackson will give out these book recommendations at 10.05 on 101 ESPN, and you'll be with us. Can't wait. <laughs> It'll be well-received. Uh, you'll be with us every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Fabulous. here on TMA. Suns Warriors update. <laughs> yeah, we probably will get that at around 10.35, won't we? Better believe it. Yep. God, that pisses Thanks me off. Thanks for having me, and uh, we'll try to get some more shots on goal to talk about. There you go, Doug. All right, uh, Canucks on Friday, Flames on Saturday. I did not is. know he was a swinger. Until yeah, how about that? Yeah. That was breaking news. Uh, Mark, uh, we appreciate your sponsorship of this wonderful segment. Iggy appreciates it perhaps more than anybody. Fun being in. Yeah. God bless America. And yeah. your fabulous head of hair. God, no sign of thinning in the in the slightest. Don't jinx it. God, it's mm. nice. Plowhawk's yeah. got a thick, luscious head of hair. He's right. well hung. Oh, Doug, we're just we're in, we're the cucks of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> you still you still trimming over there, boy? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> in terms of like uh, the lower region, the nethers. Yeah, yeah. I, I typically do it uh, per request. For per Madison. request for Madison. <laughs> typically is when I decide to do it. That, that well, landscaping man. thing. Remember that? Yeah. Tool well, the we winter had? time, I like kind of like that. I don't know that. You know, Vera Don't Wang. make that, that gesture with my, your hands. My Vera Wang tuft. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so it's hard for me to... Turn the winter like it really warms you <laughs> up. <laughs> Some pubic hair. Uh, Mark, thank you so much. And uh, you know what? Ours is the type of program where friends can drop by, and that means you can drop by I'll anytime. go flag somebody else down. Yeah, sure, Come anyone Ken, do. Ken's probably out there trying to get into the He's other studio. He's so disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Thanks, Ladies guys. and gentlemen, there he is, the right, great Mark Hannum. Evergreen Well Strategies, 314-889-0503. Go online at evergreenstl.com. Like, I mean, you call Mahatma Buffett? Ma- Mahatma Buffett. My God. Mahatma Gandhi, Warren Buffett, all in one. Life Sherpa, financial genius. He's got it all. Send your emails in for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today. It comes your way in about, oh, I'd say 10, 11 minutes. 10, 11 minutes. That's how you can send them in. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Right now, a deadlock. With five emails of the day remaining in the month of October uh, between Buck Swope and the JV Golf Coach. So it's going to be fun to watch them compete. Kind of a best of five mm-hmm. series here. Sure, it will be. Uh, that will be fun. Uh, Illinois Recovery Center is a sponsor of this program. We are grateful for it. I'm grateful for the work they do, whether they sponsor the program or not. I visited the Illinois Recovery Center and saw firsthand. Illinois Recovery Center is the new premier 
inpatient substance abuse facility in Swansea, Illinois, when it comes to the disease of addiction, getting help should not be as difficult as it currently is. The Illinois Recovery Center's mission is to be the receiving hand in the community when someone seeks help. The IRC delivers a comprehensive system of care that welcomes both the individual struggling and family alike. If you or someone you know wants to learn about the Illinois Recovery Center, please call 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. That's 888-472-9559 or email info at IllinoisRecoveryCenter.com. Morrison Woods Wacko's not happy. Are you effing serious, pal? You read British romance porn from the sail rack at Target. No wonder Herb walked off with that tall babe. I bet you read that book wearing your David Lee youth basketball camp shirt and your knockoff Lululemons. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. <laughs> mm. Did that hurt at all? No, I wouldn't necessarily call them romance novels. Usually mystery thrillers. That's kind of my favorite. Hunchback of On Castle not happy with the reading selection either. Is Jackson a retired menopausal Central West End resident? <laughs> no, I mean, I just like to read. I don't get Nothing wrong with that. Sweet, sweet like. Kai's not on board, and he's in Baltimore. Uh, I'm losing faith in my boy. That's from Sweet Sweet mm. Kai. Well, it's either read or death scroll TikTok for the rest of the night. Like, well, there are other options. <laughs> yeah. Sure. You could talk with your wife about the Diamondbacks uniform choice. Mm-hmm. I'm without wife. You like that, Doug? I'm without wife. You're a Central Corridor cat. <laughs> now it gets cold outside. There's nothing to do. Sit oh, inside and read. <laughs> I'm reading Capote right now. Nothing wrong with that. In Cold Blood? Oh, his autobiography. Okay. Hey, it's Jackson, here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including calorie-smart, protein-plus, and keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. My favorite part about Factor is the convenience of it all. These are no-prep, no-mess meals ready to go in two minutes. Factor meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Sign up and save. They've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash 50 and use code McKernan50 to get 50% off. That's code McKernan50 at factormeals.com slash McKernan50 to get 50% off. Uh, Missouri fans, Howard Richard with us coming up at uh, 10.15 on Balloon Party. Uh, boy, they're panicking on Power Mizzou about this Wingo thing. You seeing that, Jackson? No. Oh, no. Plowk, you still on Power Mizzou? Did you stop paying for that thing? I stopped paying for that, yeah. Yeah, people are just saying that Texas is making a late push. Oh. I just, I, I would just, that would really shock me. If they back up like a $2.2 million Brinks truck. How good is this guy if they're talking about paying him this kind of money? Do you know the boosters at Texas? I mean, just that, that, that is absolutely no money at all to these guys. Do you think it's possible he hasn't made up his mind yet? I th- I, sure. I bet, you te- I bet you he made up in my mind that Texas is making a late push, which they have every right to do so. Just about the dollar figure. I mean, if they bust out a million dollar more than Mizzou, I think Ryan Wingo should probably hold out and get in that money for another four or five months, and you'll be fine. Well, even if he says go, it's not binding, early. right? Even if he says, I'm going to Mizzou now, There's, can he take their million dollars, cash it, and then still go to another school somewhere down the road? I have no idea what the... I don't know what the rules are on that. I'm sure I bet you could. something in that contract no, that says think... if you accept this, you can't transfer, you can't 
renege on it or you I don't know. our money back. I don't Certainly know. not for the fr- I don't think for the first year. I don't know the exact rules on that, though. Oh, Chris Russo, uh, Mad Dog just appeared on uh, Awful Announcing, Jackson. Uh, no, not Awful Announcing, the Molly Quarum show, as I call it, with Stephen A. So he is, uh, he is now speaking about what he is going to do on this Diamondbacks win. Uh, Doug, Diamondbacks and Rangers, this is the one you wanted. It's the one yeah. you got. It's the one Fox wanted. Makes you wonder if the whole system's rigged yeah. uh, with the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. What do you think? Uh, Jackson, could you look this up, if you would? Sure. The lowest television ratings over the last 20 years for a World Series taking out the COVID World Series. What was that, Dodgers and Rays? Is that what it was? Or was it played in Tampa? Yeah, I was think it Dodgers so. and Rays? Yeah. It was the Rose of Rays. I would have playoff. to... Yeah, I would have to think that the Cardinals-Tigers would be live, but I feel like there was another one in there that we might have... Uh, last year's. Last year's was the lowest? Braves-Astros averaged 11.94 The World Series fans. last year was Phillies-Astros. Uh, sorry, 2021s. I'm sorry. Okay. 2021s. Um, nope, I'm sorry, 2022 is the... It's probably going to continue to go was it, down. Who won the World Series last year? The Houston, Astros. Houston. Astros. And they yeah. played the Phillies, right? Yeah. And the Phillies beat the Padres. Has yeah. anybody seen my nurse? Am I, am I, I feel like I, I'm taking crazy. She's now. not here today, Tim. No. I need her. I think the ratings will continue to go down as baseball fans get a little older. Many of them die off. Well, I'm younger talented. generation not watching as much. One of the links Jackson sent me, uh, I think it was this week, Jackson, you may be able to elaborate on it, was how the networks, the networks, I say, ESPN, and, um, you know, the, the, the debate shows that you'll find on Fox and ESPN spend no time on baseball. So last night, right when the final out was made, you know, my wife's like, my God, I can't believe we're staying up this late because of how early I get up, just like everybody else. And uh, so I didn't get to see any post-game coverage, and I was curious what they had to say about the game. So they led, of course, with Game 7 of the NLCS, but if they spent three minutes on it on SportsCenter this morning, I'd be surprised. And they moved right into what? Jackson, you know the answer to this. Uh, probably the opening up of the NBA season. That's oh, exactly right. Sakes. Yeah, I mean, but they're not doing it because they hate baseball. They're doing it because the audience isn't there for it. And when you watch, and I don't watch them, but it's always on in the 101 studios. That's uh, why I've become a Molly Quirm fan. The Stephen A. Smith, Molly Quirum, Dan Orlowski, Daniel Day-Lewis thing. Uh, they never talk about baseball. The fact that they're talking about it right now is probably only because Russo said he was going to retire if the Diamondbacks won. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't spend any time on it. It's all NBA, and it's all NFL, and that's almost exclusively. Maybe occasionally some uh, college football fine bomb pops up, but that's all it is. And that, that includes during the summer, yeah. you know? Well, some of that could be driven by the personal prejudices or likes and dislikes of the producers and the people on the show. It may not necessarily be because nobody likes a certain sport as much as they used to. Just with the people that put this show on, they like what they like. Yeah, but they're not the ones who own the content. ESPN does, and ESPN's executives are going to tell them what they talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even the executives could say, oh, I'm a huge football fan. It's got to be football, football, football. They're going to do what makes the most money and gets the biggest audience. This isn't, you know... HD2. Did ESPN get rid of their baseball tonight show? Their baseball situation is they have an opt-out after 25, I believe. So weren't they saying in that article, Jackson, that like the Ken Rosenthal, A.J. Prezinski, 
Yep, the foul territory. Could be the future of baseball coverage because the networks aren't, like, like Bayless and Sherman, they're not talking about it. Shannon Sharp, Stephen A. Smith, Russo. Right. Now, Russo's a baseball guy, but when he's on that show, him and Orlowski aren't, like, breaking down the, the moves of Tori Lovello, you know? No. No. Now, the, um, they get much more out of, like, Mad Dog and J.J. Redick arguing about old-school basketball players versus new school. But, yeah, the foul territory thing... And I, honestly, that, that could be a, a wave that we see across kind of all sports is some of these big-time podcasts moving into network coverage, kind of seeing that with Pat McAfee. Uh, and I think there could be more of that coming. Yeah. It, it may be a chicken-and-egg type of thing where you wonder, did the, did the media lose interest and that's why fans lost some interest? Or did the fans lose the interest first and then the media followed? I'd have to think the latter. I don't know. You talking baseball? Yeah. Yeah, the nerds kicked in, man. <laughs> right when the nerds started running baseball teams and telling it all these stupid stats no one can understand without an MIT degree, that that's when it ended for me. I'll watch it, but analytics completely ruined it. But if you just if you just watch a Cardinal game, it doesn't look much different than it did 20 or 30 years ago. Oh, they were taking... They might talk about it differently. They were taking pictures out in the playoffs with six and two-thirds shutout? Well, and that's, in that sense pitches? it does, I guess. Yeah, nah, some of the pitching changes. The analytics ruined it, man. And it's a slow, I'm talking not immediately. It's just been a slow trickle down of... And why do they think anybody would care? When I watch highlights, if I don't watch a Cardinal game, I always watch the highlights so I know what they did. But after a home run, the very next... Because they always play highlights. Like, when they score a run, that'll be the highlight. But every time they had a home run, the very next thing is arrows going here, velo, launch angle, distance, ball speed. I mean, who cares? Yeah. Dude, when Matt Carpenter was hitting 117, I swear to God there were people tweeting, well, look at the look at the speed off the bat. He's just in a slump. Look at the speed off the bat. Yeah. I'm looking at, like, zero production, and you can – any player in the Major League Baseball or minor leagues, you can point out one stat, regardless of how the season start, or is going – to show that he's a top 10 or 15 in his position. I mean, there's a, that that ruins it for me. I, I'm just... I players you, you who could, shouldn't be in the league play longer because of these analytics, and it's just... Because of contracts, I think, more than anything else. No, like, Paul DeYoung should have been not playing two years prior. That's because of the contract, but it was only $9 million. Like, the, the, you just got to cut bait, and players are just in it too long, and they're too much just... Does anybody other than a nerd care what the launch angle is on a home run? No, yeah, that's that's all overblown, I think. But you can overanalyze anything. You could do that in any sport, I suppose. But it, for me, it doesn't affect my enjoyment of the game. I, I could see where it does get annoying at times to think that players are are judged by this. But still, when if for the casual fan, if you're just watching the game, it doesn't look much different than it has for years. Yeah, they take the pitcher out sooner, but beyond that, and they got rid of the shift. Beyond that, it's it's about the same game. Well, except for it affects the Hall of Fame voters because they used to be Mickey Mantle, 500 home runs, he's in, you know, blah, 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 500 home runs, uh, 320 average, 1,000 RBIs. Now it's, yes, but look at his war. But but nobody cares about that. If you're sitting down to watch a game in July somewhere, what am I going to do tonight? What am I going to watch on TV? You don't care about who's in the Hall of Fame and who's not. It's just, is I the do. game entertaining? I do. That that determines whether you watch a game or not? No. I'm not talking about watching a game. I'm just it's boring. Well, some breaking news uh, from the Colonel on PowerMizzou.com. 
Uh, I haven't read through this whole thread. This is the thread where people were uh, saying that Texas is making a late push for Wingo. Uh, so I apologize if I'm covering something that's been covered as of last night. Missouri still, f- still felt like it was in good shape. There are definitely some nerves this morning. I would be stunned if Texas has an NIL offer that is more than Missouri's, but I guess you never know. If the numbers I have heard over the last few months are even close to right, it is an insane price tag that they're paying for Wingo. I'm going to make some calls to people this morning and see what I can find out. Uh, Doug, as you know, I'm a Larry Thornton lemming. Larry Thornton, uh, he's a celebrity on Power Mizzou. He's a celebrity on this show for my money. Uh, And he says, today is a good day. It's going to be a great one. Go enjoy the good part. The great part comes later today. Cryptic. Gosh. Cryptic. This dude better have 100% knowledge because he's making himself look like an ass if he's wrong. I love Larry Thornton, but, yeah, I mean, he better have Ryan Wingo text him saying I'm coming because that. But is he is he hinting at a double shoot? I honestly don't know why they would want to. Lo- if I'm a four-star wide receiver like McClellan, I'm not joining an already loaded wide receiving room. I know they want to play together. I get it. Maybe he doesn't look at himself like a superstar NFL-type player and he just wants to play home with the boys. I understand that part. I wouldn't want to go in there being sixth or seventh on the depth chart. Because well, Johnson, who's burden. a small guy, is going to be a three-year starter next year with, you know, Burden. And then you're it's just Who? going to fill up quick. Don's last name, Johnson, number 17? He's a freshman. Freshman, yeah. So he, Speedy. He, he'll be starting next year more than likely, and he'll probably mm-hmm. stay off. Three consecutive years, sophomore, junior, senior year. So, guys, will we have Drinko Wits jumping into any boy sluts' arms? That's from the St. Oh, Peter's Lemming. Hope Maybe. so. There's going to be a lot of pressure on these kids who, who get all this money to to be good players right away. I mean, you deal with that pressure when someone's handed you a million dollars or more, but still, there's going to be a lot on the young player to perform and be a productive guy right away. Is Drinkowitz in U City? Is Drinkowitz in use? If they got a helipad, I know that I dude loves flying that Mizzou I'm chopper. To, I'm trying to figure that out. No, is, is he there for the? Is he there for the decision? The U High. Oh, I thought he said St. Louis U High. No, I don't know where. No, it's tough. You could go to Heman tough Park and hang drink out. Tough to celebrate at U City <laughs> when a player is stand committing at U High. You can stand right there by the Lions. Great gym. <laughs> imagine class gym. They're FaceTiming. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get there. I thought you said U City, but. I meant U High. Guys, what pays more, NIL or going into porn? That's some Shafty McShamus. Clearly porn. porn. Depends yeah. on the oh talent, I guess. Mm-hmm. You see, Brianna was up in uh, New York City. I guess she was on the Tamron Hall show. Who? <laughs> Tamron Hall has a show. No. That was Tammany Hall. With <laughs> I know, but her name's Tamron. How did her L.A. thing go? Uh, I don't know. I just saw that she was posting that she was in New York to do the Tamron Hall show. So I don't know if she's going straight from there to L.A. She's all over the place. From Sullivan, Missouri to New York City to L.A., Doug. That's what this show does for people. Iggy, you should text Lisa Ann and see how that went with Tamron Hall. Erica Swings. (laughs) I'd ignore that, too, if I was you. Done talking about that. Okay. Erica Swings, uh, (laughs) she tweeted the show, and I just said, have fun. But she said, love to come on again and go more into depth about the lifestyle. And we have a big meet and greet this weekend. Love to let everybody know how it I is. I say we all go to the meet and greet. Missouri's on a bye week. I think it was last weekend. Okay, well, I still say we go. And I just said, as awesome. A, as a fun. team, <laughs> we can't get out of our studio here. This is the no-kill zone. <laughs> no-kill zone. We go outside, shelter. someone may whack us. I don't know what the meet and greet was. Meeting with what, fans? Probably other swingers. Uh, can you imagine the group of sads that went oh, to a swingers God. meet and greet? Yeah. No offense to the swinger, but if the people who... 
I don't. Wow. I don't know what she was doing. It so. would look a lot like the people you see at the Social Security office. You think it's that aged? Oh, I bet. Uh, kind of a real where, where, where was this, or is it is it private where it was located? I don't know. Oh, okay, I thought we were invited. No, she said she wanted to come on and talk about it, oh, but I didn't. House. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know where it was, what it was. So I just said, "Awesome, have fun." <laughs> <laughs> well, we are a swingers bulletin board. I mean, if you guys wanted to come on, I can get her on, but I don't. No, I Jackson have to get her on. You got her number. I don't. But you did Oomst. text her back. Oomst. You like that, Doug? Oomst. No, I don't. Erica the swings. language he's using today is really off-putting. <laughs> I think I have her email. I don't know if I have her phone number. No. She joined, of course, in studio. Yeah, she just she tweeted it. At, she gave us all her cards. She tweeted her Somehow she right. tweeted at me too. She's just kind of picking out random people on the show to. I'm an that old card dog. looks so great when we have sound story guests in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like when I used to leave the AVN magazines in here? Well, the butt plugs were the issue. <laughs> It leads to questions on Sound Story, like, did you ever do any swinging? <laughs> Never mind. I'm just looking at this card here. I guess Lana Rose has given up the not doing porn because she's tweeting out and on Instagram, my new video, Farmer's Daughters, is out, and she's walking around with this girl, and they're making out on the grass. I guess she's back to porn. I'd make out with my buddy in a meadow for... You would? Farmer's sons. God, are you kidding me? You would, would you make out with Mace Dog Reefer, Maddie Dreads? Who would get it? Oh, I hope it's Mace Dog. Anybody, <laughs> any album, man. Put me in a tick-infested field. For a hundred grand? By Rick and Five-minute make-out session? Yeah, Rick and all, but he just had a kid. So he's out? <laughs> no, he probably busy. That's Producer Joe's rule. If a woman has had busy. a child, he won't sleep with her. Right. Yeah, but, uh, I that definitely that steadfast rule? Oh, he went quick with that one. Yeah. Because <laughs> some people like things, and some people don't like other things. That's exactly right. Does he not eat green food? Oh, yeah. there was No, I thought he didn't eat nuts. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> so Lana Rhodes is back in the game. Yep. If you go to, uh, I don't know if it's Twitter or Instagram. or I think it's a Twitter or Instagram. Or Instagram. Instagram. Days, but, uh, she just said, it's finally out my new video with whoever this girl is, Farmer's Daughter's. And there's just seduction, walking in underwear and laying in the grass, making out. So you know there's mm. sex. Well, <laughs> which would be porn. porn so. Probably <laughs> so. Yeah. So she's back into porn, even though she hates it and it ruined her life. She's back into it. Is that a news flash for us? <laughs> Is that a new report? report? Yeah, it's a new report. I couldn't even get to it fast enough. I just wanted to say it. Farmer's daughters. I haven't seen any of those before. Well, you are not happy with this, Lana. Rose. But maybe she controls her own content. No, maybe she's bashing the industry as a whole because. You know, they took I was under the impression she was doing really well with whatever the hell she's doing, podcast or something. I don't know. And Plowsy could be right. She just uh, she worded it was wrong. trashing the industry because of how they treated her. I, yeah, a lot of girls have that problem. Because if you own your own content, I bet porn's probably pretty damn fun. Right, Doug? <laughs> I think. I mean, I think that'd be. I don't know what the show's... F's happening on this show right yeah. now? The toasted marshmallows rambling about another washed-up porn star he hates but watches. Plow's talking about taking one in the stinker. Oh. Doug's clearly humming oh. glowworm in his head, and Tim's just looking cute per oh. usual. Doug, that's from Colts columnist Brian Henson. Mm -hmm. Now, the stinker has, like, another price tag. I want to talk about making out in a tick-infested meadow. How much for that? hundred grand for the make-out meadow. And that'd be with my boy, too, so, like, our whole relationship would completely change after that. Oh, so, like, I think that's so. why the money is so high. It's like, yeah. I probably couldn't hang out for with him alone. Grand. Stop talking about Lana Rhodes! Said some big tough, and he's losing it. I thought I'd just go ahead and watch your video if you want. 
The I'm people not going like, to. I don't even know who it is. <laughs> like talked about it for years. She's been on this no show. Still. You know who she is. I, I don't. I wouldn't know her if she walked in that room. We made her. We made we a lot of roads. Yeah, she came back and she's on this show and she became a big star. She was on she this. Re, we she had retired her, again. Oh, that wasn't Pepper and Jeannie. No, we've got drops from Lana Rhodes. Okay. Oh. I did a porn. I did a cup scene with my dad and my brother, and that was a lot of fun. This is at least ten years ago. Well, she was though, on right? the show. <laughs> I didn't say when. I just said she's on the show. Okay. All right. This is hard to keep up from Can everything else. Can someone from Instagram please get back to me about why my account is deleted? Um. I never posted anything on there that showed nipples, nudity, pornography, nothing. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. <laughs> That's a little snippet there, Doug, of Lana Rhodes. Well, that wasn't on our show, though. No, that's just what we played. You see, there's people, there's states suing Meta now because a recent study has found that teenage girls are like 13% more likely to consider suicide based on what's going on on Instagram. Megan Meyer Foundation's existence. Wow. There you go. That's a good little That's why. There, that's why you exist, Iggy, huh? Yeah, it's all social media nowadays. It used to be if somebody bullied you at school, you you're know, done. In, yeah. your, in me and your days would be, oh, sticks and stones may break my bones. Forget about yeah. it. Now, if you tweet something out about somebody seen by millions of people. 14-year-old girl can really just mentally destroy you. My sister did that to me as a kid. They <laughs> she did. so good at she it. wore you down. Gosh, so they talk fast and everything. <laughs> uh, well, I'm late for a designer hitting cool email. The day! Honestly, I thought it was true love, but to him it wasn't. He was the kind of guy everybody wanted to be with, and we all knew the games. My buddy Archie's dad, Mr. Dawson, read us all a book. The last guy to stay awake got a prize, and I planned my work and worked my plan. Heck, I even circled the date on the calendar. 30 years ago today, October 25th, as he quieted his voice, my other friends fell asleep. So it was on. He bent me over, and I was like, what the heck, Mr. Dawson? Is that your flip phone you are inserting inside of me? God. With that, he further put my face on the pillow and said, it's no phone, but it's going to start vibrating. It's a special hexagonal condom. Oh. And here is where it got crazy. It was a rare cold October, and he had the sniffles. All of a sudden, I heard, a chew, a chew. And that is the story of the time my bud Archie's dad sneezed inside of me. Oh, God. Who thinks of this stuff? <laughs> Who would think of that and then write and, it and, and send then, and it then in? And Doug, it's in the filtered file, though. Come on, like Jackson. A, some of that's on you. Isn't that like a bacterial <laughs> infection? It's a like um, Billy Blast. <laughs> Kevin Miller may be the dirtiest texture we have, <laughs> He actually. might be. Kevin Miller, that was pretty one good. of the dirtiest textures we have. I sauntered up to the meat counter with that easy, breezy feeling you get when you're not wearing boy panties. As I waited in the queue, butterflies flew around in my tummy. There he was, like great bear of a man in his sweat-soaked white coat and hairnet glowing with a big D energy. 67, he yelled in his great baritone voice. I quivered. 68, he thundered that coaxed distinct movement in my nethers. 69, he barked, oh, God, oh, God, here I squealed. Here, I'm here. He plopped his giant pork loin of an arm no. on the counter with an audible slap that I heard still in my dreams. What do you have, he said. I pointed to the counter. He said, cube steak? No, I whispered. Beef tongue, he queried. Oh. No, sir, I demurred. Do you want them gizzards, boy? He snarled. It was all I could do to not mess my shorts. It was so intoxicating. Then why don't you come up here and whisper on my ear, son, he said to me. 
I propped myself up on the meat counter. Years of dance class, jazz and tap, thank you very much. Paying off as my long, coltish legs curled up behind no. me. <laughs> I nestled up to his ear and said, I'm a tavern ham boy. Cut, he a said. Tavern ham boy? <laughs> what the hell is that? Yes, I am, I said. A tavern no. ham Do you boy? want a thicker sandwich cut? He growled at me. Thick cut, I said. God, I love Legrands. <laughs> the calcified here. What in the world? <laughs> Bring Legrands into this. Calcified ear. That's kind of ham I get. I always get tavern ham at Schnucks. You're a tavern ham boy? <laughs> cut, he said. Yes, I am. I said, no. Do you want a thicker sandwich cut? He growled at me. Thick cut, I said. Doug, the calcified ear. Yeah. I feel bad about the ear. Oh. <sighs> But it's nice to know he's a calcified ham boy. I feel bad for Legrand's. That stuff didn't happen there. I wouldn't think so. I've been going there since I was a tyke in the, probably, maybe even in the 70s. You ever seen that? No. It's where we would grocery shop. And now it's a sandwich shop. And there was almost no talk of are you cut or not cut. Never. As far as I know. Timmy, we're not going up there, that guy. Yeah. Uh, Does anyone on the dais know if it's safe to drink tough actin tenactin? (laughs) I can't afford another trip to urgent care, and I don't want to have to explain to the doctor how I got an athlete's foot in my mouth again. Pretty simple explanation, really. I was sucking on Dale's toes, but I didn't know he was riddled with contagious foot fungus. Come to think of it, I bet the same logic might explain why I've got jock itch on my palms and why my wedding ring always smells like Preparation H. Silly me, I just realized that I failed to mention who Dale is. In spite of his diabetes, Dale's a straight shooter, takes pride in his impressively sized fupa. He doesn't wear a sissy little triple XL either. He only has one single outfit, a tarp from Home Depot, because eight XL shirts are just too snug around his midsection. He's the kind of guy who gets genuinely excited about bowling with the guys who unload Metamucil amps and lighting equipment. Dale's grip is firm and his ever-expanding gape is succulent and tender like an expensive beef stew in a fancy restaurant. On his best days, like salsa with too much jalapeno, his hole is spicy. And that's why I'm proud to call him my brother-in-law. That's from the JV Golf yeah. Coach. JV Golf Coach. And finally. Three of you ought to just get together and write your own email. You're all the same. Ours is the type of presentation where the hosts feel free to drop in at any time, including weekends when no one else is there, and chain smoke darts next to a noisy front while bragging about all the attractive women half his age he could have had. Of course, the guy who searches for leaks from paid OnlyFans accounts doesn't like that someone edited and reshared his free Only Stands video. My favorite part of the video was when Dotem asked Iggy about the tale at his apartment complex, and Iggy said there's not a girl in his complex that he would talk to, much less go out with, that most of the new neighbors don't even speak English anyway. Iggy then proceeded to contradict the previous statement by explaining how he creeped out one of his female neighbors by inviting her to join him on his bird-pooped-covered patio furniture, and she replied, boyfriend, boyfriend. So, um, yeah, I guess we're done talking about Woody Allen. I don't want to talk about how, as a middle-aged Oscar-winning filmmaker, he dated Stel Stacey Nelkin when she was in high school, and maybe that should have been a tell. No, I want to talk about an unfunny scene from Annie Hall involving the editing of laugh tracks and bring the show to a grinding halt. 
I know a lot about trade deals for radio shows that nobody is listening to, and it's great. How's Ken Strode? We got to bring that back. How about that whole deal? Mm. Was the furniture company that furnished Dan Marshall's office the same one that gave Iggy a $4,000 bet in exchange for live reads on Iggy's treehouse? Or what about the trade deal he had with the maid that cleaned his rent-controlled dormitory for the underprivileged that he also banged? What's she up to these days? Maybe she could be the title sponsor of Renter's Roundtable. Now, how that will happen, we haven't quite worked out, but we do believe in it. That's some buck swoop. Oh, that's what we have for the designer. I'll go for calcified ear. I agree. Calcified ear is shipped. The designer heating and cooling email of the day and is still alive in the month of October. Time for us to go. Howard Richard talking Mizzou football at 10-15 on Balloon Parties. Uh, on 101 ESPN. Bye.